This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make it change today. And all learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We've got Jamie and Josh joining me today. We're going over a few different things. We're going to start off with something funny, but just a little teaser. I'm trying to be a little bit more prepared for these uh, versus us just kind of really having a conversation, which is always fun, always something to talk about these days. But we're going to talk a little bit about changing the paradigm in martial arts in your school and then kind of tying that into one of my passions, our country and freedom and changing the paradigm in our political thinking, the way we think about politics. We're going to talk a little bit about the Stoics. We're going to talk about getting into shape and failure. Josh, stop making stupid faces. He can't even stop. He's just, oh, it's just a stupid, you're just, oh. I just look stupid. Oh, you just look stupid. I'm not even on camera yet. (laughs) All right, bring yourself up. All right, guys. We're doing our thing. You guys are doing your thing. We are. All right. We found something we think we're going to add to the gym. If you guys are interested in adding this to the gym, leave us a comment. Hit it, Josh. I'm a Belgian champ. I'm finally a Belgian champ. You know the well, I've got something you don't have. The second category is called parkour, jump over obstacles. I found this after. It's based on two things, speed and style. You can do anything you want except running. So the fastest thing to do is, I think, the look. What up? I'm ready. I'm ready. Concentrate. We train for this. Deep rotation. No. He said this is masturbation. Come on, let's go. Okay, let's do it. He's stressed. Alright, this is a test row. After you, man. After you, please. Come on. That's my competition. This horse is more powerful. Josh, you can say you can go in champion in every category. I've tattooed the date of the date or a medal on my booty. What do I want to see? We're super budget here. I don't even know. I can't even see. We need a bigger monitor. I just don't. If you add Fitness. I'm gonna. What are you talking about? No, this is amazing. I want this now. Yeah, you're the instructor. I'm wearing my sparkle sash shirt. You are the instructor of this. And if I need a helmet, but it's got to be like one of those unicorn. I mean, it's a low startup. All you need is a couple hobby horses. I I know. Well, that looks like I'm pretty sure my parents had one when I was little. Yeah. So, are are you really gonna add that? Are you being serious? Am I being serious? I'll slap you. Actually, Justin Prawant, one of our citizen defender and Krav Maga instructors, said, "My first sleepover." Ever was when my little brother was going full tilt on his hobby horse and diggered and hit like a planter and like cracked his head open or something like that. So he got to like stay at his friend's house that he was at because, you know, the parents were probably in the ER or something. He's like, that was my first sleepover. No, that's just super funny. It was super hilarious. I don't. The thing is that those grown ass adults thought that like he took it seriously. 
They're yeah, legit. They're like the little girls are in it. They're they're legit. Gotta get near that microphone. I gotta be able to hear it. Well, move the chair. It's okay. People aren't gonna mind if you do it. It's just live. They'll deal with it. She's giving yeah. me the look. Later, I'm gonna get yeah, into she's, a serious yeah, amount you know, of trouble. I mean, the only person listening <laughs> is your fiance. So that's all you have to blow up. I mean, it's yeah. just Brayden. We miss you. I mean, yeah, it's like here. that's our one listener. So I mean. Just I live. I mean, there's other listeners. I mean, he might change his mind. No, I don't won't. know. He's he's solid. I like him. For now. He's a good guy. He is. He is. I can't wait for you two. You're going to be happy. Going to be. Yes. <laughs> going to be. You're not happy now. No. <laughs> You're going to be later. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Man, you hit us with some heavy topics to start today. I mean, the first one you mentioned, I was like, Whoa. So, I mean, get us started. Let's yeah, roll. so, um, you know, I don't know which one I want to pick first. Um, I want to think, I'm going to start with the Stoics. Um, momente more. Okay. Right? You're going to die. You're going to die. And living life to its fullest every day, you know, trying to remind yourself of that, I think, is really important. Sometimes, you know, things go wrong. And you get mad. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even last night, one of the garage doors broke. And you're just like, oh, really? Like, oh, my. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's out of my control. I'm like texting my wife. Like, what are those garage door guys yeah. that we used last time? They were super good. I wish I could see. I could give them a free plug. But I still don't know their, their, their info. Because yeah. I ended up um, just making it work. Right, we ended up having a bunch of advanced students in my fitness class last night. I'm like, okay, got them all set and ready to go and over all the movements. And instead of waiting for the text from her, and I'm like, even if these guys can get, I'm just going to make it work. I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Like, all right. At first, when I texted my wife, I thought it was going to be a royal pain in the butt because the last time it broke, it was really bad. And they're huge doors, dudes. I mean, those are yeah, they're big, big commercial. They're heavy. Yeah, they're heavy. I was holding part of it up with my head, trying to keep the sag out of it. That sucker was heavy. I'm like, as um, a business owner, that stuff's never cheap, and it always sneaks up. On yeah, and if you can it's do like it the yourself, worst thing that can go wrong goes wrong, right? I mean, that's sort of what. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Before we got this started, it was just what can go wrong. Does go wrong sometimes. And yeah, and what you know, what's in your control, what's out of your, what can you control? Right. And I'm like, I can't control her texting. She's got a bit super busy day. Yeah. Whatever, and you know, I make it work, and I'm going. And of course, I take the the uh, top off the jeep, the doors off the jeep for summer. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Mine as well when you have that jeep. But of course, it's raining now, and oh, uh, right. you're like, great, awesome. And uh, it was in my control to go get you broke the, the bolt, gorilla right? ladder. What's that? You broke the bolt? Is that the, or is this another? No, problem? the wheel, whatever you want to call it, the wheel came off the track. Oh, so now the door's oh, sagging down. That yeah, sucker's yeah. heavy. So yeah. even just one wheel, you know. Oh. And I didn't want to bring it down and try to fight it, yeah. you know, and try to bring it all the way down. I'm like, if I just get a step ladder out and I push it up, it's going to maybe be easier. I don't want to risk kinking something or right. something else going wrong. I'm going to fix it right where it's at. Right. Even though... So do you have a hard time with control? Like, this is what it's about, right? Like, controlling what happens in life. And people... I know a lot of folks, and I'm not going to mention names, who, who feel like they have to be in control of every situation, everything, everything that's going on in their life. And if they're not, they're, they're not. 
Like, it has really hard... Like, they can't deal with it. It's like complete chaos. Yeah, so... Where would you put your... I'll go through each of us. Where do each of us think that we fit in that, you know, going to the Stoics? I mean, because you can't control it, and that's what I learned early on. And I have a B-type personality, and it kind of drives my wife crazy, because I'll just be like, it's going to be okay, right? And I'll kind of go into that ultra-optimist and not want to control the conversation. But she, she likes to make sure everything gets done, right? I mean, it's... And high-driven people are like that, so... I would say I'm not one of those. Where would you put yourself? Uh, be honest. You can be honest here. Just do it. I like to be in control. Okay. But it's not... Like, I know there are certain things I can't be in control of. Yeah. And right? I can't be in control of other people's actions or what they say, but I can be in control of mine. But when it comes to, like, my work or how tidy everything is, I want to be in control and it has to be perfect. As perfect as it can be. You. Well, I mean, well I'm definitely an optimist. Yeah. But I like to take... I, I don't like to rely on other people. Yeah. Mm. That's a good way of putting it. Sure. You know, and if I can, because I was first, I'm like, mm. I'm just going to get these guys and I don't want to deal with it. It's been a stressful enough week. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have these guys come and fix it. And then I'm like, if they're not fixing it, they don't get here. Now I'm delaying, delaying, delaying. Yeah. And it's going to be 8 o'clock at night, 8.15. Now I'm going to get the step ladder because it's never, the gorilla ladder is never where I need it. Um, yeah. You know, there's no justification by two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like if you're poor and you can't pay for YouTube. Seriously, you're going to bring don't. that one up again? <laughs> I mean, if you can't pay for paid premium YouTube. Listen, I, now that I know it's going to be a business. We're on YouTube. I can, you can't can even pay off. them. Well, I'm using yours through ClearSky, so I'm not worried about it. We don't have to go through the commercials. <laughs> so, um, where was I? I didn't, you know, I like to, I don't want to be, now I'm going to be here later at night waiting for these garage door repairmen. You know, you give it five minutes, like, okay, great, thing broke. What's in my control? Well, I can go get the stepladder. I can leave these advanced people here. They don't really need me. They got the workout yeah. explained. Everything else. I actually had another instructor. We brought Sarah, one of our. She's been doing fitness with us for a long time. She's one of our empowering instructors, Krav Maga instructors. And I'm like, hey, we just keep an eye on those guys. Yeah. Give them a little bit of motivation. But go get the ladder, fix it, and then you know, Nick, another Krav Citizen Defender instructor, is like, I'll get them warmed up for you. Get that next class yeah, going. Support group. And by cool. yeah, have, we have great. I have great people here. I love. Everybody in here except my podcast producer. <laughs> Jamie, take over. All right. Uh, She's going to break it. Get back <laughs> over there. Don't it. take my job. <laughs> Josh already broke the stuff earlier. Oh, it was panic. Like it set in. It was out of my control. But uh, yeah. you just kind of got to work through the, the kinks, right? Yeah. Working through the kinks last night, trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to get this done, right? Unfortunately, yeah. you had a support group. And then you got there, but yeah. it's late. And as a business owner, you don't realize, like, well, people who don't own businesses realize that when something goes wrong, it's it's not easy on a small local business, right? It's a big company, you just make the phone call and things usually get fixed. But yeah, when it's run just by you, you're like, ah, it's just expenses, right? All yeah, it all like it all adds up. It's just like everything else in life. Yeah. But you know, going like finding the Stoics, and then finding there was something I used a lot. It was, um, we talked on a short, I think it was on a short, I don't think it was on the podcast, about Mushin, no mind. Actually did pretty wow. good. I think right, right here is where you should do your job. And it's a good short on 
what I did and then finding the Stoics for years and years. I'm mean, going back to Taekwondo and kind of having that no mind, that motion. But I would create a mantra and my mantra was live or die, live or die. And then finding the Stoics of momente more, like you are going to die. Yeah. That really helped me. Like if I'm in the zone, like sometimes, right, I'm not. You're, you're sparring to help people get better. Yeah. But if I'm going to spar for me, I will use different mantras. But that's the one that I come back to time and time and time again to clear my mind, you know, motion, no mind, that I want to be able to clear. I don't want to be thinking, here comes a straight punch. I don't want to be thinking they're about to do this. I just want to have a clear mind and rely on my training. Mm at those points you know you can't be thinking about every little thing that's going to be coming at you gotta react no mind it just happens without thinking without that conscious thought so i've used that and it was one that i like or is self-affirming like okay maybe i was on the right track you know saying something um you know jocko uses good um, when I stumbled upon that, I'm like, oh, I like that because I would always tell students, they're like, how is it? Jamie would be doing something and I'm like, you know, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. And they're like, perfect. I'm like, well, it's not black belt. It's good. Just keep, keep going. It's, it's good. You're not totally off track, but it's not perfect. You know, little sayings that you find. Sure. And you're like, huh, okay, well, am I on the right track? Or am I totally on the wrong track of the way I think about life? And, you know, that that's difficult, I think. I think it's one thing as an instructor sometimes being involved, like being a gym owner, it is really hard to come down and, and then be the dad. Because you're like, you're going, 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 and you're training, and you're trying to help people and I definitely have a teaching persona and how I teach and instruct a class is different than how I'm parenting. Mm -hmm. You know, that's totally different. I mean, I, I, some people are exactly the same. Maybe they're the, they're the drill sergeant dad, they're the drill sergeant there. You know, I'm different, but I really like that saying to come back and remind yourself that I'm going to die. Like... This is not the end of the world. Sounds macabre, but I mean, it, well, so I mean, I mean, and when you even look at it even more, to where you didn't quite get it your first month here was suck less. Yeah, I did not like that. I, I was like, you just can't tell people they suck, John. But you're like, we had a full conversation about. You just it. trying to like suck less, and you and you convinced me to take up the, like I took, I mean, the biggest thing was there was some suck less stickers for our students yeah. and we got rid of the, the stickers for, what do you think? Well, how long was that, Jamie? A couple months. That was yeah. you? Yeah, it was now me. She, I, now I, she I doesn't was, like you even more. Why do we want to tell people they suck? But you're like, we're not saying they suck. It's just time to suck less. But you're saying they suck, John. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> yeah, and people are like, oh, I'm going to die. Well, just get out right. the gun. <laughs> I mean, if you know you, but the idea is in the in the, the Stoics is that if you're going to die, you, are you are, what was that movie? It was the Shawshank Redemption. Either get busy living or get busy dying. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's kind of what you're you're touching on, right? I would rather live than die. I mean, you're dying already. You might as well go out and spend all your time living that you can. Yeah. And that was a choice mm-hmm. I made just recently when I joined here. Remember, I told you story. I was just sitting at home. You know what I mean? I, I hate to admit it, but I don't I don't get out a lot, right? And I don't make a lot of friends, and I don't. It's easy to become a shut in. It's really easy. Well, it's yeah. really easy. I'm gonna give you more crap because I love you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Um, it's easy to get caught in the algorithm or the game, right? How much of that time hanging out at home was spent on that thing? What the heck is, I don't even know. Call of Duty? Call of Duty. I'm good. He's like, I'm good. I'm good, dude. (laughs) I routinely in first place all the time. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're about to die, you're like, hey, Josh, you are good. Right. You are good at Call of Duty, but, but I, you got, I mean, you've lost a bunch of weight. Oh, yeah. Still, like, on the path and sucking less. But another five years, easy, another 20, 40 pounds. Sure. Right? So now your life expectancy is going down because you're good at Call of Duty. Yeah. And I get if that's the way you well, want to go find down. to fill that time. There's a void there, right? There's nothing going on, right? And people fill it with something. To try to get feel better about it. You see it all the time, I don't see you? It all the time. Well, yeah. So when people come in, I mean, like, give us. You got any examples that you can throw at us that you well, kind of help? Think about it, but yeah. Put me on the spot. I am. Well, it's it's oh, it's, it's a live show, right? And she's getting nervous. <laughs> but you know, we've talked about this a million times, and you know, Jamie says she sees it all the time. People are, you know, so comfortable, want to stay home, and then you start filling that void with stuff. That's video games. Or yeah, it's you're not going to beat the algorithm. Like, uh-huh. just shut it off. Yeah. There's always, I mean, that's, I mean, that's another conversation of like, or it was a short idea yeah. um, of like, are you just scrolling, looking for the next self? You're going to learn another self-defense technique by scrolling and going, I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I understand. And you're suffering from Dunning-Kruger, but you're just looking for the next thing mm-hmm. and we can all get caught up in it. I was just like looking at hun- uh, hunting camping gear. And a little bit of like, oh, what's cool? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the next thing that's going to come up in your feed that might, you know, might be it? And like a lot of times it's YouTube because I do think their algorithm is better than Instagram. Yeah. Especially if you're like, hey, I just, oh, yeah. I just watched a camping video <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to scroll up. I want to see another camping video. I don't want to see hobby horse championships. <laughs> like, I don't even. But it's so entertaining. <laughs> it is. Like, that's the stuff. It's like what people are filling their void with hobby horses. I mean, they're getting out, so they're ahead of. Hey, the you're group. doing something, and you're involved, and it seems like he's got a buddy, and they're having fun. Right. I'm like, there's yeah. go for it, and he's dancing around, so there's movement. I mean, That's what I'm saying. We're man. making if, fun if, of it, but if, they, they've done something, right? I mean, if there's a need here in Castle Rock, we'll leave I mean, we're we'll like Josh will teach room. it, right? <laughs> I mean, as a business owner, I'm always like looking for the next and video. And now the stall is big red. And Jamie comes out. Oh, you die just before that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your. We'd have to. She's got to have oh. a call sign sooner or later. Big a red. Call sign. Big red. She's like gonna bubble be. gum. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just think of Bring It On that cheer movie because that's the thing. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Big red. Go big red. <laughs> yeah. it took a turn. <laughs> it take yeah. a turn. But I think if you can uh, live that way, yeah. it's going to remind you. Or like, 
You know, it's changing the paradigm, the way of thinking in martial arts or even political. And just people just get caught up into that fixed idea. I've been voting Democrat. I've been voting Republican. Like, I got to tell you, like, I think I'm in the middle. When you, like, I think sometimes people think I'm, like, ultra conservative, but I am not. I am really liberal. I'm like, I don't care what you do, yeah, Josh. You, you do take some liberal stances sometimes. I'm like, like, oh, I'm, like I'm freedom no. of choice. Like, <laughs> right. whatever. Like, it's America. Yeah. And that's where I think sometimes conservatives get to, like, dude, it's freaking America. It's your choice to do whatever you want to do as long as you're not hurting other people. What happened to the liberal liberal Republicans and conservative Democrats from the 80s? That was a real thing. You would have conservatives on the Democrat side. You'd have liberals on the Republican side. And then, you know, I won't mention what happened to Bill Clinton. But, um, you know, prior to the Clinton administration, there was a... It was easy to walk across the aisle because there really wasn't an aisle, right? And now we were just given these two diametrically opposed parties. And you either have to fit into one or the other. And it's just two sides of the same coin. Yeah, it becomes mm-hmm. like the tribal talks yeah. that we've talked about. I think we need to change it. And that's mm-hmm. where... You know, in the past, especially growing up in liberal Massachusetts, yeah. it's sometimes like you're not the like, conservatives not going to get elected. I mean, there's very yeah. few. I mean, I, my memory's terrible on that stuff. But you know, there was a guy that I had worked for for years, um, Bill Cameron, a Nantucket bike shop owner, and I had worked for him as a kid, and then worked for him um, through my father's construction company renovating the bike shops, doing like renovating his house and doing all sorts of work for him. He would tell me, especially now that I'm, you know, out of high school and working in the construction field and talking to him, you're like, okay, this is who you need to vote for, John. I'm like, like, (laughs) this is the better guy. Like, like, look, that guy's probably not like this guy is better than this guy, especially in the prime. Like, don't vote for that. That guy is the word. Like that guy has more on the agenda. That's going to help us help, you know, help Nantucket Island, this type of thing. And, you know, some of them he knew personally that this is the better candidate. Sure. That's going to get more of what we're going to get done. This other guy, Oh, he's off the reservation potentially, you know, and that's like, even back then where most of the time militarily, I would vote conservative, but there was time. I'm like, okay, I would, I was going to take this guy's advice that, you know, I respect. I mean, I'd worked for him from when I was in fifth grade. Like I used to be there, um, as he would tell me, like, um, you know, we we're always kind of, oh, my friend Pete Hedden and I were always like a little afraid of him. Like he was Italian. So we're like always mafia, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> he but he was a very serious guy. Like he was serious. Oh yeah. Like he wasn't this happy. He wasn't Joe Pesci. Um, be scary. yeah, he can be scary, but yeah, he can be funny. Yeah. Um, depending on the movie, but I would be the runner to the lawyer's office for, you know, somebody fell off their bike and right there, they're going to sue. Um, and he didn't want even his managers getting a hold of this or maybe they're settling, whatever. You know, I have no idea. I never opened yeah. He's like, like Johnny was the only one I would trust to go down there, um, and run it. Because I knew he wouldn't open it. I said one of these managers, you know, a lot of them were in college. Some of them were out of college. But, you know, they were working um, on the islands. 
to make money and go back to college, he wouldn't let, he wouldn't trust those guys. He would like, let me run it. And I'm like, oh, our bills just said to bring it down to the lawyer's office. Okay. Get on, the, get on the bike and bring it down there and hand it off and then make sure it got in the right hands. Like, okay, it's, it's delivered. I did my job. <laughs> and that sounds like ultra small town politics, right? I mean, that is as, about as small town as you can get living on an island like that. So it's interesting the way you talk about it is everybody knowing everybody that's running for office, right? I mean, yeah, and even go back into Boston. I mean, you look at Nantucket, it's such a hub. Yeah. I mean, what's her face? Uh, was just on, Biden's wife was just on the island. I saw her on, the, on Instagram catching up on what Jamie and my wife send me is usually when I'm on there. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I get eight things that they're all funny, but it was funny because like one of the things <laughs> they both sent me, I sent them right before because I was just like, ah, looking. Been a few minutes, see what's on Instagram. And I was like a little bit like I was like looking for Jeep mirrors. Um, he looks for the weirdest thing. He's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are those guys? I'm like, they had a call. And then I was like, whoa. How much? $300 for Jeep mirrors? Okay. Nope, I'm just going to get the part for the one I was... Smart mirror? I'm like, no. And the company actually, Rugged Ridge, shout out to them, their customer service and their warranty. And I'm like, all right, hey, they're sending me the part. They're like, yeah, it's designed to fail, so we don't wreck the Jeep. The bolt that goes into your windshield hinge that holds the mirror is designed to fail. We'll send you out a new one, no cost. And I'm like, oh, wow, awesome. But I was like, damn, this mirror, you know, like, I broke... I need it. I've got a duct tape right now. Looks super <laughs> awesome, but it's so hot here in Colorado. The duct tape, the duct tape is heating up so much it's falling off. Oh, yeah. So it so usually lasts the ride for five minutes to my house, yeah, or back to the gym, and then you leave it parked in the gym parking lot, and it's just whoa, it's just down. But that's how hot it is. It's just heating up so much. The duct tape is failing. It's actually not duct tape. It's Gorilla tape. Great Maybe the gorilla guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's great, but man, you put that in the heat on on the you metal the heat, and the yeah. windshield. Is I got some of it on the windshield, some of it in the metal, and it's even coming off the mirror part. It's like just coming. It's just heating up so much. You need to treat your teeth a little nicer. Yeah, you can put some goo stuff on it. It'll take the goo. It'll take the goo yeah. off. I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying. How many times have we heard like something's bust on a jeep because I was using it? So he's living the life. I'll he's say that. He's living the he life. He bought it to use it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Let's get on the outside of him and tear the thing up. Yeah. You just call customer uh, just service. As long as it keeps right. Yeah. Well, God, I don't want to roll it. God, I, you know. There's some people that do way crazy. I have my car. Oh, yeah. It is my daily driver until um, you get it, get it paid off, and then I'm going to keep it. And, Good. Yeah, just play um, it. Once it's paid off, keep it and get a, get a truck, send us a truck. But... <laughs> You know, I think, you know, back to changing the paradigm in our political, like you've got to do something. I think it was a, a stoic quote that I read from the Daily Stoic. If you guys are interested, check him out. Ryan Holiday. Fantastic. He's got a great story. He was just on Joe Rogan. No, he was just with Jocko. He was just on Jocko's podcast. Um, very interesting. Kind of the backstory of him was really interesting. But, um, oh gosh, where was I going with that? You're talking about the Stoics, and you're getting back to it, and you go to this website. Yeah, you can Stoics. go to the Daily Stoics. Yeah, I got sidetracked. Um, they're great. But in our political structure, like everybody's just so fixed mindset yeah. that how do we get across that? 
and bridge for what's great for America. I had read something like, oh, and I, the quote is wrong, but paraphrasing, you know, if good men just sit by and let evil, all they have to do is just be evil and they're going to prevail. And that's part of like why I want to speak out on this podcast, create this podcast. You know, there's multiple reasons we've talked on this podcast before of why when you proposed it to me that I said I would do it because I had never gotten off my butt to maybe do this video diary for my kids and doing it. And now I'm like, the podcast is it. You know, and that's another, you know, whole, you know, yeah. podcast in and of itself. But... Yeah, I mean, I think what we're seeing right now, and I completely agree, is we have all the, I mean, I think we're seeing the epitome of, like, greed and evil right now in our political system, because they've been in it for so long. They're not being, you know, out-elected, they're just being re-elected, re-elected for, you know, years, and now it's, oh, I can make a career out of this, you know, I'm a multi-millionaire, and we're not getting young, able men and women re you know elected in there to meet maybe in the middle on these because a lot of young people i mean they don't have the same policies as the people that are 80 90 years old right now yeah and then uh that's just my thought i mean they're just it was it was meant to be the people elected so that the these electors did i say that right Go in, do the job, and then they just, they leave because that's what they were elected to do. And then you have new people come in. Yeah. But right now what we have is we have, like... People becoming millionaires. um, Not going to name names, but the president who's been in politics his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's greed and it's evil and it's, okay, you're done. Let someone else that's younger and able body to do it step up. Yeah, and then usually when they get elected, people get rich. I didn't know that was a thing. So I didn't know either. There's a lot of people who end up getting uh, elected who end up becoming millionaires later, right? Just book deals. There's all kinds of well. Part of the problem you can get. I think a big part of the problem is some of these offices. Even like you look at how much the the governor um, is worth here in Colorado. Over billions, I think. Yeah, it's a lot. Yes, it doesn't like. What happens to the common per? They can't get elected because in order to get elected, you have to be a millionaire. And now we're just dealing with the elite versus the average person. And they're going to say they're not smart enough. And I'm like, if we had, I was actually talking to my hygienist the other day and just, you know, the news. She's like, I don't like, I watch something. I forget what she was saying, you know. And, oh, I just don't even want, I don't even want to get involved. And I'm like, but you got to pay attention. Yeah. We need the real news. It's not this political spin. I mean, we've talked about it before. That how about give the people the facts and let them make up their mind. It's not that freaking complicated for the most part. Or there are some, you know, political things of like, what are we doing with China and Taiwan? Like, yeah, you might need to bring in a board, a, a panel of people to decide what's the best course of action in our government. And maybe that's not something for the common people or like it's strategic. We can't be letting that out and what we're planning on doing for our national security. But there's so much that's just give us the facts. 
let's just go with like the hot topic over the last couple of years is the COVID vaccine. How about you just give us the facts and lay it out to people versus you've got to do this if you don't do this. I mean, they were like, you're dirt. Like they were making it. If you don't get it, you're basically a rat, you know, like. You're yeah, less than equal yeah. to human is what they were comparing it to. So that's not the facts. Right. I think we just need the facts. But if you bring the facts out, then there has to be, uh, uh, we were wrong, sorry. Oh, no. You will, oh, I don't no. Think you ever see that. And I think that that's a really good segue. Unless you have something to add to know. I mean, you had a thought. You look like I lost thought. it now. You lost it? Yeah. I don't know. It's just not me. Yes. No, I mean, there was <laughs> I just lose stuff all the time. I'm like, whoa, where did it come? Squirrel. Shiny. Um, in there, what what did you say? See, now it's like squirrel. Yeah, see, you squirrel. And then I was like, squirrel? Well, no, it would, if we present the real facts, then we would have to admit we were wrong and we would have to apologize. Yeah. And can't lose face. And I think that's part of this conversation that I wanted to have is in martial arts in particular, because that's my career that people will admit that they're wrong. Like my friend, Jeff Jimmo, like it's been a while that I've had him out. Want to have him out again to do a seminar sometime soon. I like coming to your gym because you let me do whatever I want. You don't put parameters on so many martial arts school owners will say, don't do this, this, and this don't make me look bad. Don't do this and make this technique that we do and we coach. I'm just looking for the best possible. That's my path was I left Taekwondo and Hapkido. I was looking for something better, more practical. I found that in Krav Maga. And now I'm out on my own, you know, very small renting space. But we had a Taekwondo class. And when I went to Krav Maga training, I went, I think we found something better. I will do this Taekwondo class as long as it's making some money and I'm not losing money. I'm not going to keep teaching it where we're not even paying the rent at this little, sure. you know, a little health club here. Never mind the overhead, you know, that you have in a common commercial lease. I told them that. I, I, I found something better and I want... Did they to, resist or did they accept? Oh, no. They all, they... Oh God, I'm, I'm think of this guy. Like, it was funny because he was like... I never listened to this loud music, but now I'm listening to Metallica on my way to Krav Maga. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna forget his name. They voted the they voted the oldest guy in class. Yeah, you know we had about you know probably ten or twelve total Taekwondo members on Little Nantucket Island, and they all voted to go to Krav Maga. Wow, so that was pretty universal. And I was like, oh, sweet, sort That's of rare, because right? I you know, like I didn't really want to keep doing it. I'm like, I found something better. I want to follow that path. And that's how I find a f feel about citizen defender. Now, yeah. you know, we're doing these things and there's really, there's some holes in Krav Maga and do it go, Hey, we're going to fill some of these holes that we think we have found, like that they're, we know that they're in there. They're even more apparent doing citizen defender. Well, we're going to add this to here. And like, Hey guys, I think this is a good thing to add into what we do. I mean, even like go back to Jeff Jimmo, things I pick up, that's not Krav Maga, that's stuff I learned through Jeff. That, hey, we're gonna add this in, this is more MMA. 
you know, is Krav Maga the base here? Absolutely. It's a great foundational thing, but then you can add in. It's where Bruce Lee, like way of no way. Hey, it's mixed martial arts is more, you know, the popular way. Like we're just doing mixed martial arts, like whatever works. But I think a lot of school owners can't admit and go, hey, maybe find something that this is better. The gun industry, if you're going to speak specifically to um, Citizen Defender of, hey, what we've been selling you isn't really the way. It's not the best thing that you can do. Yeah, Jamie just slowly put her cup down. <coughs> Take that out, producer. No, it's live, John. But you, you're drawing a parallel between martial arts and um, politics, right? It's outside of the things that they've always known, so they don't want to do it because they'll lose face or get embarrassed or everything that they they politicked on all the way through is now different. And then the media starts spinning it. It's like, you don't stick to your own moral compass, right? You don't stick to the issues that you're after, which then forces our politicians to always stay on one path all the time. They, they can't conceive that they can change, right? I mean, you, you either follow the party line or you don't. Yeah. And that's essentially what you're saying is if you, either, you have to follow the, the, the martial arts line or you don't. And then that's why you adopted crowd, right? Because you want to be able to go outside of those boundaries, bring in the things that worked really, really well. And I think he's doing that. I mean, that's why I'm still going here. You know what I mean? I mean, you're covering all those things. It's self-defense. It's you know, being able to be a fighter with a gun and then just the the health aspect of it, right? Get up get up and start moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it makes you mentally strong too. Yeah. Yeah, you see that a lot with the kids and some of the you teach the women's classes and Mm -hmm. you find that being one of the things you have to teach most is the mental toughness or the physical Both. But it's women and obviously kids are different and then men are obviously different. But Oh yeah. Women, I find it, it's, they don't want to get hurt. So you got to teach them, okay, well, I'm going to show you how to do this not to get hurt. Right. But then this is a good example. Just on Tuesday, you know, I was doing a drill where you, you're starting on the ground, but there's two people and one's harassing you as you're getting up. And I noticed like, it's like little taps. There's just like little taps, not real, like actually feeling what it feels like to get really tapped with a tie pad. Right. Creating that stress scenario. It's more mental, I think. So they don't want to get out of that lane. They don't want to, like, veer um, off, right? Right. But if you always reference, like, hey, you imagine your kids are there. You can't just leave. you got right. to fight through it. Yeah. Then you tend to sometimes see right. them, like, oh, yeah, my kids are here. i, I got to protect right. them. But yeah. um, it's real. It's mental and physical. Yeah. For them. That's, it's just hard, right, no matter who you're teaching. And then you... You gotta evaluate that with each and every student. So yeah, and each each student's different. So yeah, but again, we just don't want to we don't want to leave what we're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it too with our politicians. They they've been so comfortable with that, knowing that they get reelected by saying these things instead of doing things, right? Or just doing the right thing. Right. Well, I mean, that's something people are. You know, this is the right thing. No, this is the right thing, and it's like we can't agree on like what the color green is. You know? Yeah, I mean... Well, I'm sure there's money involved, <laughs> Well, this too, is what I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not forget the cash that's part of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Their alliances with someone that's paying them, so... Yeah, well, you're sub- people give you money for your campaign. You owe them something, right? Yeah. And the more money you give, the more you owe them. Cause I yeah, that's why I think it. it should be grassroots. Like, do it off of, like, podcasts. Do it off of, thing- like... 
I we should take money out of politics. That's been said. Like, take the money out of politics. But it like there's so much spin and so much money. If you take the money out of politics, the only people that can run are the people that have enough money to do it. So you'll have nothing but billionaires putting up their own cash. So it's like, how do you fight Which that? Just sad because it was well, they can't like you can. I mean, how are you going to pay for all the ads? How are you supposed to get print media? How you can't. You your team. I mean, you can't. It's got to be organic. But then you get into the problem of, oh, we're just going to spin the algorithm. And that goes to where I think these big companies, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, is there another know. one? I mean, Insta, you know, Instagram, it's Meta, X, whatever. It's X now. Yeah, and it's X, whatever. Um, <laughs> that... I think there needs to be more regulation on them that they they are in such control of the narrative of what information is getting out that they can control it with their algorithm and I can I can take my company and I can influence millions of people and just by throwing in something into the algorithm and suppressing somebody else it's like we think I think Robert Kennedy is being suppressed. Oh, by and, far. He, he's too dangerous for the liberal side because he's showing that so, and, liberals can think conservatively slightly, right? And that conservatives can think liberal. Yeah. And that's why he's so dangerous. That's why they're pushing him away. And, and I think that's that's a danger. I think we need to change. Get your head out of your butt, America. Stop like, I don't want to deal with it. You're going to be dealing with a lot worse if you don't wake up and at least get on, like, ch- fact-check and not go, oh, it's fact-checked. Oh, the f- oh who's checking the fact-checkers? Right. Like, we need real news. We just need to get the information out in an unbiased way. Take the money out of it so the big pharmaceutical companies aren't freaking controlling because we're the big advertiser on this network, whatever. That's the stuff we need. We need to take, stand up and make our voices heard instead of just going, it's going to be better. Uh, I can't change it. Oh, well, I have no power. Every, I think the majority of Americans are saying that mm. instead of going, wake up. No, do something. Look for other news sources. Did you happen to catch? Well, I think, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta know your American history and where we came from, and I don't think that's taught as much in school. Oh, that's so funny. I was telling Brayden this the other day because I took a uh, college American history class in high school, but uh, I transitioned, so I was in just the normal history, American history, and then I the teacher switched because it was the same teacher. She switched me, but. I said it's interesting because the lower level, for whatever reason, only starts at the Civil War. So you miss that entire lead up to American history. But the college, the more advanced class, started right at where America, right before Before our founding fathers came over to America. Right. So I I just thought it was interesting. I was like, well, why is this just normal class starting here and you're missing all of this, but the higher advanced class is starting where it needs to be? Great question. Did you guys happen to catch Ice Cube uh, talk to um, uh, Tucker Carlson? They drove through L.A. together. Yeah. And Tucker Carlson asked him, he's like, have have politicians done anything for the town he grew up in? Because that's what they were driving through. And he goes, of course not. Look at it. It's gotten worse. It's 
the same or worse. Mm -hmm. Because it's because politicians don't care. They, you, your donors are who you end up taking care of, right? People that gave you the most amount of money. Because they're, they've only been taking care of the issues that were important to the people that gave them the money. They don't care yeah. about the normal people. And Ice Cube makes... I mean, he went from a thug to... It was true. I mean, he was a thug that became a rap artist who has now become a... like. A poster child for being able to put your life together, right? And pointing out the problems of society because none of those people have made, they make all these promises, but mm -hmm. they only give the effort to the people that give them money. And yeah. that was his, you know, if I had to distill it into that statement, it was pretty wise, right? It was a really wise statement because he can see it, right? He's lived, you know, poorest of the poor, richest of the rich. Great. So, it, yeah, and I guess my point was going back to you, instead of just sitting around. And say, well, I guess I'll get better. That's for someone else to deal with. No, learn your history. Do something about it because it's the people that are going to change the things. In my opinion, I think as long as politicians. If you want to donate paid, to John for president, go to. Yeah. <laughs> we got to start a, a, a give, a give, give campaign. Give something. So we can be like, John needs money with no favors <laughs> attached. All right. So. So yeah, I mean, I, we need to make that change, but, you know. It's going to, as long as there's money involved in politics. It's going to be them. That it's going to be whoever has the most money. Yep. Yeah, I think that, that needs to change and people I mean, need how, to speak up. You know, you're so just hard. like, what's, like, yeah, well, you, you, what do you replace talk it to with? Talk to people. Share good podcasts. I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there. The amount of media, but you've got to, you know, filter through different things and go, is this a good source? Is this, is this guy spinning it to the left or the right side? When I, just when I'm looking for stuff, trying to find information, I go through the search engines. The first thing they give me is something totally opposite of what I'm looking for most of the time. As though they're trying to influence what I'm thinking during the just a, a general Google search, and Google's famous for just trying to feed you quote an ad, but that ad could be for a political opponent or an idea that you don't agree with, but they keep putting that imagery in front of you all the time. Mm -hmm. And I hate that they're acting like they say they're public square for stuff, a lot of the social media stuff, but they're not because they're acting as publishers. Because if you control the content that goes out, you're a publisher, which would mean you're subject to all kinds of different. Things right. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just not a public square thing anymore. But I think Musk was trying to change that with Twitter X or whatever they want to call. It. I don't even know what to call them anymore. What are you going to call it? Gonna call X? Them? I sent out an X. No, I think they're just changing their logo, right? aren't they? Or like his company's oh, X or whatever. It was yeah. one of his big the whole thing. Like well, SpaceX, SpaceX, and, SpaceX. Then, and this is just X and all that stuff. So who knows what he did? Maybe I he's think got he some just likes the letter. Plan. Yeah, that way it's you know. Who knows? He's another one of those eccentric billionaires that's like, you know what? Going to space. You know what? I'm going to buy me a social media platform. Yeah, he's starting to buy Instagram. Did you hear that? <sighs> thing is, is he could, right? He could. And I don't think the SEC will allow He has billions of dollars to the point where he'll never spend all that in a lifetime. But he's also a dude, well, he's the kind of guy that spends those billions of dollars on something else. I mean, yeah, he doesn't but then he's making it back. That's fine. I mean, I'm cool with that, but he's... He's, he reinvests himself all the time. And he, he did kind of lift that, that veil on the, the control for Twitter had. Oh, yeah. Especially during the election. So that kind of freaked out the establishment, right? Oh, yeah. And who's this establishment group? You know, who are they? You know, what? 
It's like you always say they're in control and they are doing it. Until we can put a name on it, yeah. it's just platitudes, right? So who who's actually doing this stuff? You know, when can we put a name on it? How can we identify them? And that's what these kind of shows do. We're there to identify those things and say, this person is doing this and it's bad. Or in our opinion, it's bad. Yeah. We don't want to get sued, right? You've got to say like allegedly and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, well, I think the one thing I do agree with Elon is the free speech because that's what we were entitled to. And he's a big believer, you know, in the human race and advancing it and staying here. Change it, yeah. <laughs> and one thing you need in order to do that is you have to have free speech. So I think that was one of his main points of buying Twitter was like, yeah, stop was... censoring, let people say what they want, whether you agree with it or not. He proved that one side was overwhelmingly more yeah. tech savvy with that than the other. Yes. And the, the denials that it was happening, you know, is that, I mean, once you've proven that they're lying about that stuff, you yeah. Stop I mean, if you look at Facebook crap. and and Google, yeah, they're not in the middle. They're no. more on the liberal side of things. So it's like these, yeah. and people on that side don't want to admit that things are being censored. To what degree? I mean, people were seeing their analytics go down, seeing their message not reach people. Oh, you I... could see that stuff. But Google. Robert Kennedy Jr., as you guys were yeah, discussing. What's the first thing that came up? Um, Wikipedia. Um, it doesn't see... I mean, I'm not going to... I didn't want to open it. Yeah. Um, there's actually about uh, RFK Jr. that looks like there's a couple... It almost looks like ads. The, time, the Times of Israel, RFK on people to blame for COVID. Um, there's Robert Kennedy at Twitter. And then NPR. RFK Jr.'s presidential campaign is driven by conspiracy. Next one from Politico. That's RFK is our right? brother and yeah. uncle. He is tragically wrong. PBS. RFK Jr. appears to be before Congress as his comments. And then that's it. Um, AP. They're the New York Times. Right. And this um, is where people get their news. They read conspiracy theories go beyond. The alternative facts to RFK is another New Yorker, New Yorker, New Yorker magazine. And this guy's a Kennedy. He's a Kennedy. I mean, they used to just carry a name that you were supposed to vote for him because they were Kennedy, but he's too dangerous. I mean, maybe this one, I've never heard of this great. I mean, if you're scrolling down. Yeah, then you're getting into the great DC. We're still on the first page, but <laughs> is RFK a real threat to Biden? Um Another CBS News condemned over false claims that, you know, like false claims. Okay. I mean, it goes down. You're like, They've been it, attacking it, it, it might be yeah. kind of, um, kind of even here, but. I don't know. Those headlines sounded awful biased to me when you start reading those yeah. out. Like the first there's a few that see. there's, there, there's nothing. Our AP News, Robert, Ken, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's it. You know, there's Atomic Havocs, but I mean. I don't even know why. These don't even like the 700, the seven husbands of Elaine Hugo by Taylor Jenkins. I'm like, what is this APA story? But maybe it's books or something. Uh, They're all books. They're all authors. So I'm, you're like, is it just, you know, it's a weird Google search on who is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, So they're all like U S bestseller. That's a weird um, thing there, but. And none of them want a third party because they know the, you know, the whole Ross Perot disaster of the 90s when, you know, Republicans were slated to win. Ross Perot sucks just like 12 or 13% of the vote. 
and Bill Clinton gets elected, right? Yeah. They don't want to lose that power. They don't care what side they're on. They don't want the third party. He kind of represents that, I think. I think I people think are so looking too. for that. They want it, and they're going to do everything in their power to suppress it. Yeah, suppress it because I think power. he could easily unify the country mm. if his message, if they let him talk, if yeah. they don't suppress it on social media, yeah. if they don't. They just them in the pull, debates. Which I think is huge. Like Facebook, like if they don't allow him into the debates, all of that is just crazy. But um, last time we had a third party run. Get out and do something, people. Get out and talk to your neighbor. Look for real news. Um, failure. You know, getting started, getting in shape. I think people think and see in their head the crazy fitness person. And they say, I can't yeah. do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to be that person. But if you're just working, like Peter Atia, like we've talked about him, science, not just some gym guy saying, hey, but 90 minutes a week. That's huge. You're, it's like, I think it's like 15% upping your life expectancy. But even regardless, like I'll take 1% and I do a little bit. Right. All the other benefits, just feeling better of getting out and working out. You don't need to do that much. You're going to change your little, change some eating habits. You're going to be better for it. You're going to live longer. And I feel like people don't want to start because they, they don't want to make the change, but I think they also see like, oh, I'm not going to be you. Oh, I can't do that. So I don't want to is the other one here. Oh, I don't want to go Korea. I don't want to be doing it so much. You just, it just takes those small little steps, you know, keep it simple. Um, it doesn't need to look like the crazy fitness person, you know, and try to eat on the outside of the grocery store, you know, as much as you can. You told me 20%, just change 20%, Josh. That's all you got to do, just 20%. And you it's going to make, it start, it's going to add up. It's like, stop drinking the soda, stop drinking beer, like any of it is gonna make a big change but people are scared of failure did you have something jane what no i was just gonna say i think people think they have to do all of that at once right it's not it's yeah just start working out Mm -hmm. just start walking just start trying to eat a little bit healthier i look stupid i heard that one too from someone who's i'm close to and i'm like just go nobody cares if you look stupid everybody's so busy working out they don't care what you look like exactly no one is looking at you or should be judging you if they are they're at the gym for the wrong reasons so yeah you yeah, and if they don't let that be an excuse that you don't get out and get active. Yeah, so we have a good small community here. Find a small gym. That's the difference gym, yeah. of going to a big gym versus finding a community of people that are supportive and want you to succeed. A coach that's going to help you. People need some help. Mm-hmm. Like even it's just like the motivation of you need to do. I don't want to do legs. I just want to work on my biceps. Somebody to mix up what you're doing in your workouts. That's where you get in a yeah. small gym. Like, well, I can go. Yeah, you can go to the big box place and play freaking next to nothing. And that's what you get. Is next to nothing. Is next to nothing. So versus to coming out. to a small yeah. gym like Rocky Mountain. And you're getting that coach. You're getting somebody planning the workouts. Trying to mix it up for you. So you're not always doing the same thing. Keep it interesting. But work on your technique. Hey, what you know? You're you're gonna hurt yourself. That's what I was mm-hmm. gonna say. Is you when you've got a small gym, you've got that coach watching. They can catch you before it becomes a problem, right? Right. And you 
every one of the coaches here has always corrected me in the moment, right? They're great about it, and you're, you're saving me from hurting myself. If you go to a big box gym, they may or may they may just look over and be like, they're going to get screwed up, and they go back to their their phone. Yeah, or they're or like, it's like a on, business let me put, opportunity. Yeah, let me put that on like right. Let me yeah, put on Oh, and now those people are you know now it's whatever now. <laughs> it's oh, Josh, don't take that too far. We don't want you hurting your rotator cuff. Oh God, and then. I'd, it, yeah. it saved me a lot of time and pain. Yeah. That's what you get with a small gym. So you get what you pay for. Yeah. I mean, I may felt Joel, Joel just gave me crap for, uh, he's like, the last two videos you put on Clear Sky, <laughs> YouTube are me messing up. But he didn't realize one of them. There was the knife uh, this week. Uh-huh. Um, and there's like, I didn't even know I did it. And I'm like, well, that's the title of it. Better to make the mistake in the gym. Or yeah. it was like yeah. one of the headlines. It wasn't the title of it. But you, you mess up in the gym. Mm-hmm. doing self-defense so you don't mess up there right and you see that video like but the last video was like he, he was getting kicked in the groin but i should have filmed the last night because he had the best movement in a fight drill best distance he was taking angles and getting to a he was transitioning getting to good dominant angles you know showing some real good fight iq that would i'm like fantastic you know here's a guy that's a red belt yeah like that's looking like black belt movement in there, so like, there's your shout out, um, Joel. I might not get you on film. No, I could have, but I after the fact, I'm like, ah, oh, that would have been a great one because I did, you know, go, oh, Joel's gonna be mad at me because the last time we love Joel, we're not making fun of you. Um, but he had fantastic movement, and that I could have picked up the phone for that to demonstrate. But it's good to see failure, and I think it's the TED Talks. I've talked about it, teaching girls to be brave. They want to be perfect. A failure is a part of the whole process. And people, I don't want to look stupid. That's part of it. Failing and messing up. Mm-hmm. I get my butt kicked and I fail all the time. Me too. Yeah. All the time. But I learn all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so don't be afraid to fail. I use the, uh, the story of, you know, touching our big wood stove <laughs> in our house. Don't touch this. Don't touch it. It's going to oh, yeah, burn you. And I tell him, like, I touched that sucker. <laughs> my mom was right, but I failed. And I didn't listen to my mother. And yeah, and you learn really quickly by touching the hot stove. Yeah. It's a great way. I think people are afraid to look bad. Who cares? Mm-hmm. So what? That's part of the process. It's there. Train ugly is something like Todd Fossey and many others you know, talk about, it's okay. So many people like, oh, this video's got to be perfect. Who cares? Just go. Like, yeah, I messed up on that one. Oh, well. Just go. So don't be afraid to fail, whatever it may be, you know, from, I'm going to die. So who cares? Be afraid, like, talk to your neighbor. Get out there and try to make a change because if you're a good person and you're just going to sit by evil is going to prevail because you sat by. So, guys, thanks for watching. If you want to support this channel, check out clearsky-online. Check out clearsky.training. That's our online portal. Clearsky-online is where you can get the Clear Sky Defender. You can buy a cert training pistol, t-shirt and swag. And then we have Krav Maga-online for all your Krav Maga and Rocky Mountain self-defense and fitness gear. That'd be a great way to support this podcast. All right, guys, get out there and do something. You're going to die.